You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. Welcome back to the official Red Sox podcast, Inside the Monster. It is that time again, folks. It is series preview time. Red Sox at Orioles for a couple, and then another one. In Williamsport, you know how we're going to start this puppy off. It is time for the pitching matchups presented by Joey Capone. Okay, folks, it is a three-gamer in Baltimore with only two of the games in Baltimore. Game one is going to be Jordan Lyles versus Cutter Crawford. Cutter lasts through six innings against those awful Yankees, giving up only two hits. Since the All-Star break, opponents have been batting just 218 against him. And since becoming a starter... His ERA is 333. Fun fact, Cutter was born on April Fool's Day. And evidently, Dad never changed the birth certificate back. Jordan Lyles! That's a funny little joke there, Steve. How do you like that? Jordan Lyles! (laughs) So lame. Oh, my God. Jordan... Jordan Lyles is consistently awful. He's made 24 starts this year, only two of them scoreless. Let me say that again. He has allowed a run in 22 of his 24 starts, two or more runs in 17 of those starts. Every single batter on the Sox who has seen him before has a hit off of him. JD is 5 for 11 with two walks. Lifetime against Lyles. 
Hosmer, five for 13 with two bombs. Game two is Kyle Bradish or Bradish, it doesn't matter, versus Michael Waka. Waka made his triumphant return against the Yankees, tossing seven scoreless innings against. Uh, set. Let me run that back, actually, real quick. Ahem. 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 Waka made his triumphant return against the Yankees, tossing seven scoreless innings after Steve mega jinxed his would-be perfect game. The right-hander oh, brought his season sure did it brought his season ERA down to 2.44 after his first start in 46 days. His changeup remains unhittable. His sinker don't even get me started. Steve likened him to a responsible father on the mound last episode, and I could not agree more. Mm -hmm. Kyle Bradish is a rookie who sucks. His ERA is down to the mid sixes now. Good for you, Kyle. He pitched at Fenway in late May, making it a whopping inning and two-thirds and allowing just six runs. His average exit velocity is 91.4 miles per hour, which puts him right among the highest in the game, which is a good thing, right? Opponents are hitting 358 against his fastball. Lucky Yikes. for him, he only throws it 55% of the time. Yikes. Game three, Dean Creamer versus Nick Pavetta. This game is going to be in Williamsport, Virginia for the 2022 Little League Club. Pennsylvania. What did I say? Virginia. PA is Pennsylvania. <laughs> yes. Why did I say Virginia? <laughs> are they VA? Maybe? I'm like, yeah, they are. Okay. okay. Well, they're going to be in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. You almost I'm said Virginia, Virginia again. again. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be in Williamsport, Pennsylvania for the 2022 Little League Classic. How lucky for the Sox that they get to play a Little League team, huh? Get it? Call back. <laughs> hey, Nick, hey, wait, careful now. Nick Pavetta, I learned this week, is from Canada. Can't imagine wow. he cares all too much about the Little League World Series. Oh, but wait. Does he? <laughs> well, considering he went to JUCO in Hobbs, New Mexico, and the Southwest region this year is represented by... Hobbs, New Mexico? Pearland, Texas, which is just a nine-hour and 12-minute drive away on Highway 71. Uh, yeah. I'd say he yeah. has a dog in this fight. This yeah. guy cares. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nick has been nails. July wasn't his month, but good thing that's in the past. Now we got August. Nick now, baby. And he's facing the cream machine himself, Dean Creamer. Since the break, he's got, a, he's got himself a 5.02 ERA. His change and his curveball get demolished, and I don't expect that to change for this game. Although he's from Stockton, California, he fancies himself a Red Sox fan. Look for that to not really matter all too much, and that is going to do it for your pitching preview. Steve? That might be my favorite pitching preview. That was a really good one. Thank you, man. Despite, I mean, I, I did not jinx the perfect game. <laughs> I just thought that was really funny that you said it in the first inning, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's funny, and then looked up in the fourth and was like, yeah, wait was a like, second. What's, what's going on here? I do wonder what most this. people consider jinx rules, because I, I think it needs to be within an inning of like being said that something's lost, probably. I'll be honest with you. I, I it, it, <laughs> it does not matter. It doesn't matter. You can feel like it matters, and it might make you feel a certain way, but it doesn't matter. I think it, it all stems from like the guys in the dugout don't say anything, and like that yeah. matters. That matters. Don't bring it up to him. You know, if he's doing his thing, look, let him do his thing. Don't even really talk to him. You know? Yeah, Jinx guys like, think. People if Jim in his yeah, Jim on his couch guy. says perfect game, you can it doesn't change, you know. Doesn't change the game. I don't know. I'm not a jinx guy at all. I'm like a very anti jinx guy. No. Jinx guys stink. If you're a jinx guy, I just I don't want to hang out with you. I don't want to see you. I don't want to interact with you. Uh, it's time for the weather update brought to you by Ed's Bubblegum. Oh, Ed's? Yeah. Chew it and pop it. 
It is going to be pretty warm in Baltimore. Friday night. It's going to be actually really nice on Friday night. Should be around nice. 75 degrees. Very low chance of rain. A little cloudy. A little cloudy, mm. so don't love that. But some sun will hopefully peek on through there. Saturday, Red Sox are playing at 4.05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You're looking at mid-80s, mid to upper 80s. Mm-hmm. A 20% chance of rain. Let's hope they avoid that. Got some winds, obviously, coming in from the southeast at 9 miles an hour. In Williamsport, Pennsylvania, on Sunday. Oh, this is a little worrisome. This is a Uh-oh. little bit worrisome. Game is at 7, it's 10 p.m. Snowing. It is going to be snowing. Thunderstorms likely. Thunderstorms likely for Sunday night. Upper 60s, an 80% chance of rain. Luckily, that's still three days off going to be yeah let's just hope that's that's now what that's two days off Ugh. i don't love that mm. i don't love that hopefully like I, we were asking kelsey about this i don't think they're going to wear the and and that is your weather update brought to you by ads bubblegum i don't think they're going to wear the nicknames on the jerseys maybe they do i think she made it pretty definitive they're not right unless yeah, she doesn't so, know about it which i would be shocked by yeah me as well um Players Weekend, what happened? Like, where did we go wrong with Players Weekend? That was one of my favorite things ever. And you got multiple things out of it, right? You got mm-hmm. the roster release with the nicknames. You got mm-hmm. the jersey release of, like, what mm-hmm. the jersey, what the unis are going to look like. And you got the actual weekend with, like, the gloves and the bats and the cleats and all the customization and everything. And they just, they're not doing it anymore. And I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of missing it a lot. Well, just this year, just this year. We don't know. It could be back next year. Last two years, obviously the COVID year, I think it would have been a little, hey, Players Weekend, you got no one in the crowd. That would have been a little weird. But it it has technically been two seasons in a row of no Players Weekend. And two. They did it in 2019. It's the 2020 season. 2020, 2021, 2022. Oh, yeah. Three years. In a mm-hmm. row of no players weekend, that may, I'm now more upset. I'm, in my brain, it was well, I'm fifty percent more upset. Yeah, I think in my head I was I was calling it two because like, well, obviously they weren't going to do it in 2020. But yeah, so technically it is mm-hmm. three. Technically three seasons of mm-hmm. no players weekend. We gotta we gotta bring that back. We gotta bring that back next year. I think I've told you I have a player nicknamed Jersey, and I think it's the best one out there. What is it? Big smooth baby. Oh, that's yours. I think yeah. you're saying that's your nickname. <laughs> I was like, I think no. that's taken. <laughs> no, I'm saying I you own. Got a, you have a big smooth jersey? I own a Drew Pomeranz. Oh, no. A Drew Pomeranz player nickname jersey. Joey. Two things to remember. One, he was really bad. Two, that nickname is very funny. So, of course, I was going to get it. That's At least kind of- he, had, he had 2017. He wasn't bad in 2017, but... Yeah, no, yeah, he did. Is, he did. Uh, yeah, his second half too was, was actually. That is tough. Little Orioles sick. breakdown here. They are 21st in the majors in OPS, 19th in runs scored. I wonder where they're at with homers. Where are they at with ding dongs? 17th. Yeah, this team's a, like a. It's a two thirds of the way down the stat sheet kind of team. They have found a way to stay in the hunt. You really have to tip your cap. It's a team that we obviously did not think on August 19th would be in the postseason hunt, but they are, especially after trading Trey Mancini. 
I was like, oh, okay, well they'll 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 leapfrog the Orioles. This shouldn't be any concern. But props to them. They're still in the hunt. They are getting a lot of people out to Camden Yards, which is great. That park is incredible. Love it. Utah Street is great. It's right. It's not far from the water. Walkable distance to the water. Baltimore mm. in general is just all right, but that exact like Camden Yards area is really walkable and and great. There's a the birthplace mm. of Babe Ruth is right there. Um, mm-hmm. Really cool spot. So I would highly recommend getting there if you don't. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of Sox fans there this weekend. A lot of Orioles fans there this weekend, which is a rare thing to say in late August. But yeah, Joey, what are you uh, what are you hoping for this this uh, Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday I- in Pennsylvania? In Pennsylvania, I've been to the city of Baltimore, dude. I like Baltimore. It's not bad. I think I think somebody's got to say it, man. I like Baltimore. Best Mexican food I've ever had was in Baltimore. How crazy is that? That's I've been to common. It sounds wrong, right? It sounds, it sounds wrong. wrong. Yeah, yeah. Like I've spent a lot of time in New York. Spent I've spent time in Houston. Spent time in L.A. I, that time being like the four nights that we were there. Uh, best Mexican food I've ever had was in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the town. I like the town. Um, <clears throat> it's odd, dude, because uh, I watch uh, I watch the Orioles when I can, and their their production is just kind of all over the place. Um, they just kind of like are a team that that manages to win games, you know. So uh, it's tough to have many expectations going up against them when I think they kind of got a uh, us against the world mentality thing going on. They do. I think it's going to have to be uh, some hard fought victories. I don't think these ones just fall into your lap. Um, it's not the, the Orioles of old. This seems like a, uh, a a team that's one of one. You know what I'm saying? No, I hear you. I, I just, I think this is, it's obviously a beatable team. I think Team ERA, they're around like 17th, 18th. They're right around like 20th in the league and like everything as a team. So Mm. it's obviously a beatable team, but you can't really quantify that us against the world thing. Like it's really hard over the course of a season two, when you have a little something going, you got a little sauce. It's Mm. undescribable what that really is in baseball, what the, Mm. what the, you know, the sauce is, but they got it. They got it going. And it's, it's Adley, bro. It's Adley. Yeah, he's he changed the whole thing, clearly. He's kind of the man, bro. Adley Rutschman's kind of living my dream. He he's is. living my road to the show career. <laughs> that's, like, that's like, it right like there. being like, like a young, handsome, boyishly good-looking uh, catcher who comes up to a bad team and just instantly makes them a playoff contender. It's a little nuts. What more could you want, dude? What that's, more? That's you what want? you want in the video game, right there, right? I mean, isn't that the point of like my player that's, or my career? That's that's what I want in my life, Steve. That's what I wanted yeah. in my life. But but damn, but you then know, you have to do this, this show. This is cool. This is cool, I guess. Yeah, he's he's all right. They have lost five of eight, yeah. so we can factor have that they in. Really? I'm a little stunned that they lost to the Cubs on Thursday in a a makeup game. I don't know if that was part of the the lockout thing, but. Uh, yeah, the 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 Cubs. The Cubs are obviously beatable. The Orioles are obviously beatable as well. It's just that that sauce. You gotta you gotta break up the sauce. That's really what you gotta do this weekend. <laughs> you wanna talk about sauce for a little yeah, bit? You kind of need a sweep. I mean, if we're talking big picture here, mm-hmm. you kind of need to win them all. I have obviously never guaranteed a sweep, but you kind of need them all. It's not an easy one to guarantee. No, yeah. it really isn't. But I'm more, you yeah. know, I'm saying it 
factoring in the standings, factoring in the amount of games left and how it just keeps getting tighter and tighter as you get closer towards that first week of October. A big mm. national TV game for Nick Pavetta on Sunday. We're, I mean, Sunday night football is coming up, right? There's not many more Sunday night baseball games where you're the, the big show in town. So a lot of eyes on Pavetta in Williamsport. It'll be cool for the Middleborough kids that get to go to that. Mm. All the Little League kids get to go to this game. So you got some Massachusetts boys that'll get to see the Red Sox in person in Pennsylvania, which will be neat. Um, but yeah, you kind of need to you need to show you need to at least win the series. You definitely need to at least win the series. But a sweep would be super delightful if they could ever do it. Hey, Socks, a sweep would be super delightful. So how about you do it? There's the quote card. A sweep would be super delightful. Closing with trivia. In the last Uh-oh. 25 years, Joey. Yeah. How many AL East titles have the Orioles won? Cal Ripken. Um, how many AL East titles in the last 25 years? Yes. Oh, I got to do some math. What is 25 years ago? 97? 98 season was the beginning of this stretch. Okay, 98. Um, three? One. Just 14? 2014 was it. I am uh, curious if you remember the 2014 ALCS, because I don't. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no. I knew the Orioles... See, this is going to sound stupid. I knew the Orioles won a playoff series in 2014, but I forgot they mm-hmm. were in the ALCS, which doesn't that doesn't make any sense, because if you, if you win the ALDS, you're in the CS. But they got Steve, swept by the a- Royals. That's why. Oh, sure. I mean, I believe you. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of years, Steve, that are falling out of this old head of mine. I mean, yeah. 14 is definitely one of them. Just 14 was kind of wild. It was the Royals won the wild card game against the A's, who I believe had John Lester starting that game. Mm-hmm. Royals win an extra innings in Kansas City. They go on to play the Giants in the World Series. Who... Well, don't spoil the ending for me. I want to go back and watch. Okay, I... you can go back and watch. Yeah. Go back and watch it. Another wild card team. There was a couple of wild card teams going at it, but... Yeah, that was the end of mm-hmm. end of the Giants' big run there. Yeah, I uh, I have that luxury, bro, that I get to go back and, and watch some some games from like my own lifetime. That I'm like, man, how did this go? How did this go down? Ones that you had already seen before? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about going back and watching the 15 World Series. I because I was just thinking about how I don't remember a single moment from that World Series. That's hilarious. So. I think that I'm going to go back and watch that. I know how it ends, but I'd like to just see it again. Yeah, see what actually went down. There's a lot of series like yeah. that that don't involve the Red Sox where you're like, oh, right, that series happened, but I couldn't tell you anything. I vaguely and very vaguely remember Orioles, Royals, ALCS. Even saying, Nothing. remember when the Orioles were in the ALCS? That sounds very strange. But mm. it happened eight years ago. So there you go. Red Sox, how about you sweep, huh? Just sweep the series. Two gamer in Baltimore, one gamer in uh, Pennsylvania. That's how this is going to go. If they win in Pennsylvania, are we calling it a one-game sweep of the Orioles again? We'll see. We're, we're going to call this whatever the hell we want. If if the only one they win is Sunday, we'll call that a one-game sweep. <laughs> Perfect. If they win the other ones, then no. It's just an overall. But you just need them, man. You need them desperately, and they can't afford anyone else to get hurt, obviously. Five games back in the wild card, driving me nuts. Go Sox, though. Socks. Oh, I thought that was the line. Was that the line? Isn't that how we end the show? You say the line, but it wasn't quite exactly the line. For Joey Capone, <laughs> I am Steve Peralt. Go Socks.